Robots Radio presents... Welcome to the Outer World Show, sharing the latest news, interesting tips, and hidden lore about the Outer Worlds. Today we have a special episode for you, a follow-up interview with the streamer Tuniversal. We talked to Tune before the game released, and now we'll get his insights with the game in his hands. I hope you enjoy the conversation, and look for our regularly scheduled episode this Tuesday. Thanks. Hey there, Spacers. Welcome back to another special episode. I'm your board-approved host, Sebastian Nazaro, and we have another interview for you today with our first returning guest to the show, Tuniversal. Tune, how you doing, man? Doing well, Sebastian. Thank you so much for having me on. Uh, excited to talk more of The Outer Worlds with you. Yeah, I'm excited too. Uh, for those of you who might not have seen, we interviewed Tuniversal back with one of the last episodes before release to get the hype going, get his thoughts on the game. So go back and listen to that episode. And now we have you back on to now that you have the game in hand to see your impressions and see how you feel about it. Yeah, sure. Uh, I'm ready to talk about it with you. Awesome. Awesome. Let's uh, let's dive right in. Uh, so you've been playing the game since release. I think you got it right at release and mm-hmm. streamed on that first day. Uh, what do you think? What Just off the bat, what do you think? So I'll say initially, um, I definitely had some issues streaming it because of the amount of dialogue. Um, mm. I felt like there's so much dialogue. It's so dialogue heavy, especially when you first start and, and, you, and you make your way on into the beginning of the game. Uh, it's sort of bogged down. Yeah. And as a streamer, I'm the type of streamer that relies on, on the big moments uh, uh, to make good clips, mm-hmm. and, uh, to, to make good comedic uh, opportunities. And I feel like I just wasn't getting many of those with so much dialogue. In, in, in some ways, you know, I liken it to a Final Fantasy game with it's yeah. very, very dialogue driven, very, very heavy. So initially, like I was like, gosh, can I stream this game? Because there's so much dialogue in it. Right. Yeah. It's it's almost like, do you want do people want to go to Twitch to watch to like read a book or like yeah. read a story? And yeah. it's not really what they're going for. Uh, so I can see that challenge. Um, even if you're picking like the funny dialogue or the funny choices, people like really have to be like focused in and paying attention in order to catch that. I can imagine that's frustrating, and that was that was pretty yeah, hard to start you can't off. Can't have lurkers like people can't lurk because they're going to miss something of the story if right. they're not hanging on to every piece of dialogue. Or, and you know, they, if they they want to see the choices because there's you know of course there's the choices really matter in this game, so mm-hmm. there's lots of dialogue options as well. Yeah, definitely. Uh, do you read the dialogue out loud? Is that does that help at all, or is it kind of just comment on it? So I will do that. I will read my. I'll, I'll read some of the dialogue back, and then I will read the choices, or at least my choice. I, I would read it back. Yeah. Um, but there, it was just it was just consistently, you know, meeting new people and chatting it up with them, basically. Uh, so you said that at, at first that was an issue. Did you did it get any better as you played along, or, or did you find a way to make it work, or? It did. So as uh, you know, I'm not sure. And it's not a spoiler to say. Like, after I got to the Groundbreaker, uh, mm-hmm. there's a mission that on the Groundbreaker that took you to another planet, and from there, I got a real taste of the combat, much more so than what I got from uh, that initial uh, landing on the planet for, with Phineas or him dumping mm-hmm. you off, and then um, and there's, there's the combat there with the Marauders and couple of other creatures and things but once i got to the planet um from the groundbreaker that, that i was sent on 
uh, I was like, okay, here's some combat. Here I'm really getting to use the the tactical time dilation, which, yep. is, which is good. And um, and then beyond the groundbreaker is when things really really changed for me. Mm-hmm. And you, you get onto another planet, and and that really opened up the combat options, uh, companion abilities, uh, you know, running, picking the right companions to even run with. Yeah. So, uh, it wasn't until I got off the groundbreaker things really started to change for me, and I was like, okay, this is a game that I can stream. This has got some great combat. There's some great moments here. Let's keep playing it and push through it. Yeah. Are you talking about? Oh, I'll put a spoiler uh, warning at the beginning of the episode. Okay, but are, okay. are, you, are you talking about Monarch? I am talking about Monarch. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, things but... things really open up. Like as soon as you get past Edgewater, I feel like the first level mm-hmm. um, or the first world, it it mm-hmm. seems to really open up and give you a lot of options as to where you can go. Yeah. Exactly. Edgewater ha- did did have the options. Uh, a lot of dialogue still in Edgewater, but yeah. uh, th- but and and the and the combat sort of um, you know in the um, it was a thermo power plant or something yeah. like that. something yep. that runs off the off the heat from the volcano basically is a power plant. Uh, uh, getting into that, um, still still I, I feel it lacked like the combat that I was looking for. So even after getting through that portion mm-hmm. of Edgewater, I still wasn't very sure at that point. Yeah, it's kind of getting you into it's easing you in a little bit, giving you one big decision to make and mm-hmm. a lot of dialogue, a lot of world building, a few mm-hmm. companions, um, and then. Later on, like you said, Monarch is so combat heavy because you're just yes. going after all these creatures are trying to attack you. So I can imagine yeah, that first Mantisaur experience there. Oh, nice, nice. Did you? Oh, is it just a regular one? Was it a queen? Well, or well, I call them Mommy Mantisaur, and I do sing the Mommy <laughs> Mantisaur song like Baby Shark, Mommy Sh- Mommy Mantisaur, uh, Baby Mantisaur. Uh, yeah, so lots. Of the, my first Mantisaur encounter was getting to Monarch on the platform. Um, <clears throat> It's not designated to Stellar Bay. It's on the other side of Stellar Bay. And you're ah, yep. a, there's a couple of, of Mantisaurs sitting there. Mommy, mommy Mantisaurs sitting there. Um, oh, yeah. And uh, trying trying to figure out ways to kill those was a lot of fun. Yeah, you don't want to really mess with her early on when you're a lower level. And uh, it could be a real challenge. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, is that Cascadia? Is that the city you landed in? Um, I can't remember what, what the name of the platform. That, it, was, it was Cascadia yeah. was the platform there, yes. Uh, yeah, they like abandoned Wild Town, so it, yep. it definitely that's definitely a challenging route to go. But it's 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 cool that you took it on and and found that combat. Yeah. Um, from a non-streaming perspective, are you enjoying the game? Are you um, like having fun while playing it, or is it mostly you you'd want to find something that you could stream and and have that community effect while you're playing the game? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I um so I don't play. I try not to play too many games off stream. So what I'm streaming ah. is what I'm playing. And, and, okay. and for a lot of my viewers, like, especially when it was early on in Fallout 76 and I was streaming that, my viewers were like, oh, like, we don't want to miss where you picked where, where you left off here today. So uh. I was sort of, I sort of got to this point where it's like, okay, well, I can't play this off broadcast because now my viewers expect me to pick up where I left off. Um, right. And that's what I've been doing with this game is I've only been playing it on stream. And, and but I tried I tried to look at it objectively. It's like, okay, if I wasn't streaming on this, would I be enjoying more? It's even initially <laughs> with all the dialogue. I was like, yeah, I would actually enjoy this more if I weren't streaming it. If I didn't have an audience to please have have people right. uh, to entertain, uh, I'd probably enjoy this a lot more. Uh, but that has changed now that I've actually gotten to the combat on Monarch. Uh, uh, total game changer. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, and it's it's must be tough to to know whether to pick up a game or not if you know that you're going to be streaming it no matter what. Uh, and there might be games out there that you enjoy or would enjoy uh, just playing alone, but knowing that the audience might not, it might not be the most um, appropriate for an audience mm-hmm. and a community, then 
you might miss the game entirely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I and I chose I chose to abstain from watching any gameplay so that I didn't spoil anything for myself. So oh, I didn't fully know. I mean, I knew what what we had talked about, what um, mm-hmm. you know, what what I'd read read on various sites like IGN and other places that have you know written all these great write-ups about the game. So I was going on that yeah. and going on the the um the comparisons that people were making to the Fallout franchise. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, if it's like Fallout, like I'm in. And and it is like Fallout and it isn't like Fallout. Right. There's there's people are drawing a lot of correlation between Mass Effect, which is a game I have not played. Ah, I yeah. see a little bit of um a Borderlands three when I look at the items that are laying around mm-hmm. glowing, sort of reminds me of Borderlands. Um, so I, I, I was a little bit disappointed initially, but now that I've sort of pushed through uh, that first part, I am very satisfied with, with streaming it and looking forward to streaming it more. Yeah, for sure. Uh, now let's get a little bit into your playthrough. Uh, uh-huh. you had mentioned before, um, the game even released that you were looking at, I think like a sneaky character one, mm-hmm. but one that is good, one that's going to take down the board and try to break mm-hmm. that up. Uh, did you stick with that or did you go somewhere completely different? I did, and I, I'm trying to stick to that playthrough. I consider the alignment um, chaotic good, so it's like inherently mm-hmm. like I try to do good things, but my um, my actions and my methods may not be the most ethical, depending on what sort of spectrum you put it on. Right. So um, I I kind of ca- call it a Robin Hood uh, character, <laughs> like, like a little bit like Robin Hood. Like I will do anything to help the marginalized, even if that means like murder, ste- still you know, yep. you know, cheat, whatever, lie whatever it takes to help out the marginalized. So if I got to play the board a little bit, I'll play the board a little bit. But, um, and I'm actually in a decent standing with a couple of the corporations right now. So I'm just waiting to take them down from the inside in some way, I think. Oh man. I, I think you mentioned that as well. Like one of your playthroughs you want uh-huh. to do is kind of that double agent feel. Uh-huh. So it sounds like you've been working that in there as well. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I'm, I'm, doing it, I'm doing it a little bit, the double agent right now, only because there's certain things that I want and I can't get certain things unless I have good standing with the particular company or corporation. Right, right. We got to find you some green armor, armor for your uh, Robin Hood build. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, need some, I definitely need some green armor. Definitely, definitely. Uh, have you found anything that's kind of uh, during your streams or during your playthroughs that um, that kind of stuck out to you? Like, I know there are a lot of unique weapons, but mm-hmm. as of right now, I haven't found. I found one in Edgewater that the um, that the constable has. Uh-huh. Uh, the police officer there, and she has this shotgun I found last night that actually like works really well for early game. Uh-huh. Um, I wasn't sure if you found anything similar, either weapon wise or lore wise, story wise, that really like stuck out to you and people kind of appreciated you finding. Uh, yeah, so so that's that's where I'm at right now. I'm I'm in. I'm in um, there's a little community. I keep, maybe you can refresh me on what it's mm-hmm. called. It's a little little community outside of um, we're kind of Stellar Base headquartered in Monarch. There's a little settlement out there. It feels very, very Western, very new Vegas. Oh, uh, like uh, Fallbrook, maybe. Yeah, fall, it's Fallbrook. It's Fallbrook. Yep. So um, I haven't really found any like ultra weapons that I like, but since I am trying to play like that um, that sneaky sniper character mm-hmm. in Fallbrook, there was a sniper rifle available there that I oh. am still trying to get into good standing with the Stellar Bay just so I can even buy that weapon. Oh, uh, man. And the reason I want the sniper rifles is because it has three slots opposed to my um, – I'm using one of the assault rifles right now as a ah. sniper. But I want to deck that out you know, with a suppressor, with with a better scope and uh, yep. a better magazine. And I'm going to level that up. I'm going to farm for bits, mm-hmm. uh, grind for some bits, and level that thing up to the max and do some one-shot killing with it. Oh, yeah. Get that tinker skill up. Mm-hmm, that way exactly. you, can, you can repair and you can you can modify the crap out of it. That, that sounds awesome. I'm gonna have yeah. to go check that out. I need a. I 
need to start making a list of these kind of weapons that are all around because mm. I don't feel like I was been paying enough attention to them in my first playthrough. There's just so much going on. So uh-huh. now I I can't wait to like dig in and kind of see what else has to offer from a combat perspective. Um, I focus so heavily on melee my first playthrough mm. that there's I haven't really paid attention to the guns. So uh-huh. I need to I, I really want to dig in and get back to that. And the melee weapons are absolutely amazing too. There's so many great options for plasma for for standard oh, yeah. damage. There's so many great options for melee. Yeah, no, I, um, I, I've been fooling around. I fooled around with plasma a lot my first playthrough, um, but I haven't done too much with like N-Ray and like those other kind of um, effects that they have. So that and the science weapons, I want to, I want to mm-hmm. break into too. Yeah. Have you found any of those yet? I've not found a science weapon yet. I, I you know, some viewers and people who have stopped on my stream, like, oh, you can get, you know, one here, one there. Um, right now, I'm just so heavily focused on on, on you know building this this uh, long range you know character mm-hmm. up that uh, I haven't really had time to deal with the science weapons or even uh, afford to spend energy going to look for them. Yeah, the 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 comedy for when you use them is is pretty high. Um, there's there's a couple that make guys float around. There's a couple that shrink ray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, so yeah. that and I I saw last night that there's an achievement actually that if you kill somebody with all the effects of the, all the science weapons you get that achievement so that oh, might wow. be something I'll, I'll grind towards at some point yeah and I, I could see like even even um sort of having a combo of weapons where maybe you like make somebody float but then you take them down another weapon so there's a lot of options there for the combat yeah yeah it definitely balanced out uh, it's so story driven so story heavy but I don't think the combat's lacking in the ways that people no. were scared were a little scared of going into it. No, the the gunplay is fine. The combat is is great, and and the tactical time dilation is refreshing. It's a little bit uh, um, a reminder of Vats, but uh, oh, it's, yeah. its own it's its own thing. And 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 the way that they wrote it into the story of how you even can slow time down, like mm-hmm. it's, it makes sense and it's fine. Yeah, yeah, it works. It definitely works. Um, so, have you seen anything in your playthrough that you uh, isn't quite working for you? I know that the the dialogue can be frustrating when you have an audience, but just from a gameplay perspective, is there anything that's that's lacking that you're seeing? So this game this game drew a lot of comparisons to Fallout initially, and mm-hmm. so that's where a lot of my comparisons come from. One of the things that I didn't or I was disappointed with was, you know, in the Fallout series, it's like if I if I see somebody wearing something, I can get it. And that's yeah. not the case in this game. Like, you may mm-hmm. not get a weapon drop. You may not get, you're probably not going to get an armor drop. Uh, so just because, you know, you see a Marauder wearing some really cool piece of armor, it's not necessarily going to drop. So that was right. a little bit disappointing for me, where it's like, if I see it, I want it, let me get it. And you can't obtain it uh, in that way every single time. Um, yeah. The dialogue yeah. Uh, initially was tough to stream, uh, but we mm-hmm. pushed through that. Uh, one disappointing feature that's lacking is there's no flashlight. And Oh, um, yeah. You know, dark is dark, and it should be dark. But you know, mm-hmm. as a streamer, like you want a little bit of that illumination in dark places so that people can even see what you're doing. So, uh, no flashlight. So I may have said there's yeah. like maybe something on a mining helmet or some sort of mining equipment that may have a oh. flashlight. But I, I haven't, I haven't seen anything like that. I, uh, I, I, have, I have to look into that. That could be fake news. I'm not sure, but yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, no flashlight to illuminate dark areas was disappointing. Yeah, going back to the um the armor that you see that ne- won't necessarily mm-hmm. drop. It's um. It is. I found that frustrating as well because it's mm-hmm. it's such a visual game, and the yeah, color yeah. scheme, the the aesthetic is so great that you would think that they would have to that it that you'd be able to go and grab mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, I read online somewhere that they people are speculating, and I don't know if Obsidian confirmed that it's a technical issue. They're only a double A studio, and they said that it uh-huh. would take that much longer to add that to the game. No 
but maybe maybe that's a patch issue maybe something that could come later but yeah and i don't know if that's for certain i think that was just something i saw on discord somewhere yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's um it is a definitely a drawback it's something that with yeah. with so much loot so much collecting you would think that they'd be kind of mm-hmm. um it would it would tie into what you see yeah exactly yeah um, a couple of other issues that i had was i yeah. haven't found uh, maybe i'm missing something i haven't found a dedicated photo mode um i feel like photo mode is nope. something that's coming along with these with games like fallout 76 and, mm-hmm. and uh, you can even get mods for it in fallout 4 to be able to take photos because this game does have a lot of very uh, visually appealing aspects to it. Yeah. And having a way to take uh, photographs and, and be able to post them directly to social media mm-hmm. uh, would have been really, really awesome. And I feel like that's an integration that should be uh, going forward, whether it's, whether it's um, through the console or the PC they're using uh, and, and in correlation with the game, there should be a way to take beautiful pictures because it only helps out the exposure of the game. And if people are taking pictures, like, there's a lot of photographers out there that love right. video game photography, you know? Yeah. And it's like, like you said, it's a visual game. The worlds that themselves are beautiful. You just look up yeah. at the sky at any given moment and it's uh, a picture worth taking. Beautiful ringed planet above you, you know? Exactly. Um, I haven't had that issue so much because on console, on PS4, they have the share button. You can just oh, okay. screenshot your, your screen. But on PC, where I think the majority of people are playing, it um, mm-hmm. that's definitely an issue that they're seeing. Um, and I'm almost positive that Obsidian has said that they're going to look into that and try to get a photo yeah. mode in there as well. It only makes sense. Like you said, it's such a visually yeah. attractive game. Yeah, I mean, in Xbox, you can take a screenshot, but you're going to get the heads-up display. You're going to get all the right. things. Like, it's right. not like Fallout 76, where it's like, I go into a photo mode, and all the heads-up display, all of your statistics, anything that is on the screen while you're playing is gone, and you just mm-hmm. get the photo quality. Uh, that you're looking for and you can even frame it you can pose it in certain ways um i know a lot of different games horizon zero dawn had a really good one as well and god of war um those games so it's it's possible on the ps4 it's possible on console on a pc mm-hmm. um you would think it only would make sense to promote yeah. as well yeah uh, and, and that goes that goes for the third person as well uh-huh yeah yeah uh, I, no. I, I mean i understand why they made it first person it's fine but yeah sometimes you want that you get you get the, if you if you if you sit idle long enough you do get uh the the third person perspective mm-hmm. 360 camera of your character but nothing dedicated to take a photo right and nothing you can control um no control. i i i saw on on twitter actually one of our twitter followers had a mod or found a mod on pc that you could break once wow. it goes into that mode you could break it out and kind of angle oh, wow. it and take photos that way but it's nothing wow. already embedded in the game you'd have to mod yeah, yeah, it yeah. to get there um uh, uh anything else that you're seeing that kind of his drawback at this point yeah just the, the last thing is just something that's missing i feel or there's no like lethal weapons like grenades or mines mm-hmm. or anything you see mines out in the world but you can't use them so there's a couple of instances where like gosh i wish i had a grenade to sort of uh help to establish my position yep. or or to get a leg up on these particular creatures or enemies that i'm facing so no uh lethal weapons like grenades or mines is a little disappointing yeah well they've broken from the mold of the the fallout comparison by a, in a lot of different ways and a lot of good ways there are some things that follow and um the the bethesda model does so well that you would mm-hmm. think that they would have incorporated such yeah, as yeah. mines such as grenades i'm disappointed that you can't even disarm mines so you just no. have to completely avoid them somehow or shoot them <laughs> you could shoot yeah them. yeah <laughs> Oh, you can shoot them? I think so. Or you can okay, shoot maybe them. I should or be doing that. step on them like I do all the time. That's what I'm doing. So my guys cripple half the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a really rough playthrough. 
Um, all right, sweet. Um, we're going to go into kind of like our last section, which is just like some quick fire questions. We like to do this with sure. a lot of our guests. We didn't get a chance to do it last time because the game wasn't even out, mm -hmm. but I think yeah. um, we'll do it this time around. Did you have any last thoughts though, before we get into that? No, you did a great job covering it. I, I, as, as one of, just to sort of, sort of summarize my feelings about it is it was a slow start. It's picking up and I'm, I'm ready to get back out there and grind and uh, look for some good loot and get through this story. Yeah, we'll definitely have to, to keep an eye on your uh, your feed to see if you can get that long range weapon in a place that you're you're comfortable with. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. So our last section is what we're calling quick questions. I'm going to give you right. a bunch of questions based on your preferences, and you just say the first thing that comes to mind, the first answer, sure. and uh, and we'll go from there. Sure, let's do it. Awesome. Let's go. Um, so we'll start off nice and easy. Phineas or the board. Oh, could you repeat that again? Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Phineas or the board? Uh, Phineas. Phineas, the, the good guy, the Robin Hood. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, what's the best corporation so far in the game? Mm, I, uh, Edgewater. Yeah, Spacer's Choice. Yeah. Mm, Spacer's Choice and Edgewater, yeah. Yeah, that is, that's, uh, it's, it's a fan favorite right now. Um, yeah. If you have, you have to live in one location within the game that you made it to so far, what would it be? Monarch. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, it's, it's, it's been the most visually appealing, and, and uh, I like the people and the aesthetics of the architecture there. Nice, nice. Um, I don't know if you've made it this far, so let me know if you haven't, but uh, Monarch Stellar Industries or the Icono class? Okay. Have you oh, made oh, it? Oh, 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 Those oh, are two oh, different oh, groups. I don't know if you made it. If you haven't made it, it's cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would, I would have to probably side with, with uh, Stellar Bay. Okay, yep. Yeah, Monarch Stellar. Nice. Yeah, Monarch Stellar, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. If you have to strand one companion on a oh, desert gosh, island, so easy. So <laughs> who's it going to be? Ellie. <laughs> Wait, really? Oh, no. All right. We got to dig into that one. Why are you stranding Ellie? <laughs> well, El Ellie, like, she will say the most random, awkward things at the wrong time. So as soon as I got a chance <laughs> to kick her back to the ship, she is like, kick back to the ship. She's like, we're talking to this lady in, um, on monarch and mm -hmm. getting some getting some um some pills for uh uh <laughs> Nyoka. Nyo yeah and, yeah and like she's like and 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 the the pharmacist is saying something then ellie just pipes in like whiskey helps too i'm like what are you ellie what are you, that doesn't even like belong here like what are you talking about so she made a couple of those other comments i'm like ellie you're you gotta go the quips are so funny but when they don't really hit it's just like what are you talking shut up <laughs> Ellie, you're, you're just making these dumb comments. Like, so yeah, Nioka took her place uh, in my companions. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah. So you're running Nioka and um, who else? I am running Nioka and Pravardi right now. Oh, nice. Yeah. I was, um, I'm mostly Ellie and Pravardi. So uh, it kind of, it kind of hits hard that you don't, you're not, you're not a fan of Ellie. But yeah, I like she, she was in all the, um, you know, she was in all the, all the trailers and all the marketing yep. for it. So, like, yeah, I was surprised at how, how, um, absent minded and, uh, um uh that she ended up being kind of like aloof kind of kind of very, doesn't care about anything very aloof a little bit spacey uh yep. a little bit socially awkward and not really in tune with what's going on a lot of times yeah i like pairing her with pravardi though because their uh -huh. interactions are just she just corrupts pravardi the entire <laughs> time <laughs> and i'm sure that ellie has a maybe she has a good companion ability but um i haven't been able to see it yet yeah, the the kind of pistol, the quick fire is it's okay. It's it's mm -hmm. 
as when I was a melee build, it was really helpful because she's long range. She would take it from back there and I'd dive right in head first. Um, so that I liked, but it's, um, my guy for me, it's, um, it's, um, oh, now I'm forgetting his name. Who do you pick up on groundbreaker? Uh, on the groundbreaker uh, felix felix, felix yeah, that's yeah, it yeah, yeah so i was i went i did a board run and felix wouldn't talk to me by the end of it he was so oh, pissed oh, off oh. on everything i did <laughs> so nice. i couldn't take him with me he like was just complaining the whole time so i ended uh, up putting the moon man helmet on him and sending him back to the ship. <laughs> it would be fun to have a couple of companions just running out with moon man helmets on too that's it. Yeah, you got to do it. Choice movement running around. <laughs> Taking over. <laughs> uh, all right. One last. That wasn't such a quick question, but okay. we'll, yeah, well, that's yeah, fine. Yeah. One last one that we have, and this one's the easiest one. Uh, what would you want to promote? Um, the stream, anything else you got, uh, feel free to. Uh, where Where can we find you? Okay, yeah. So so you can find me, of course, on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Tooniversal, T-O-O-N-I-V-E-R-S-A-L. Tooniversal on Twitter, Tooniversal TV on Instagram and Facebook and on YouTube. If you just search Tune uh, Box or Tooniversal, you should find me on there as well. Awesome. Yeah. And everybody who's listening, all my listeners, it's so worth it. Follow Tune on Twitch. Um, you're always posting uh, clips to yeah. Twitter as well. Yeah. I think I saw that interaction with Ellie on Twitter. And I was dying laughing about it the <laughs> <Yeah>. other day. <laughs> it's, um, it's always a worthwhile time. And the community is great. Um, and you just have an awesome, entertaining show. So. Yeah, anytime. I really you, appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. Anytime you want to come back on, you're more than welcome. Um, it was great having you on today. Awesome. Maybe we'll do. Maybe we can do a follow up show when I actually complete my first playthrough, and we can talk about that. Oh, definitely, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll talk to you later. Thank you, Sebastian. See you, Spacers. Thanks, dude. This has been an episode of The Outer World Show, a part of the Robots Radio Podcast Network. All music and sounds are property of Obsidian Entertainment and or private division, and no copyright infringement is intended. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider leaving us a rating and review. We're on every major podcast streaming service, including anchor.fm slash outerworlds. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. Listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net. The definition of a cryptid is an animal that has been claimed to exist but never proven to exist. As we binged our favorite Netflix series and slayed our toughest bosses in a video game, we began to wonder about these creatures that appeared and stoked our imagination. What was the inspiration for the Demogorgon or the Dementor? Well, my name is Dave, and with my co-host Austin, we bring you the Cryptocast. Every other Wednesday, we will bring you some information about our favorite modern cryptid. From TV to movies to video games, we explore nerd culture through the lens of extensively suspicious knowledge in cryptozoology. Find us on your favorite podcast service under the name The Cryptocast. Follow us on social media at the underscore cryptidcast. Come join the growing community of cryptomania.